Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Right Dose with me, Dr. Sherry Standing. Taking care of a child's health can be a very difficult task. Each episode, I will explore topics that you would normally discuss with a pediatrician at your appointment. My goal is to empower parents and children by helping them access tools for lifelong healthy living. Welcome back to The Right Dose. I'm Melinda Mackey, along with Dr. Sherry Standing with Greater Regional Health. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. And uh, today we're going to talk about climate change, maybe not so much climate change, but what we can do uh, to help not make things worse. Yes. <laughs> That's, uh, you know, I, I, li- I read somewhere the, the saying, what am I doing to help the world? But the bigger question is, what am I doing to hurt the world? And I think that's something that this is exactly what we're going to talk about is what are we doing to hurt the world? So first, uh, if you can explain what a carbon footprint is. Yeah, you hear people say, how, how do we reduce our carbon footprint? So it's, it's the amount of carbon dioxide that's released into the air from a person's energy needs. Mm-hmm. And the more carbon dioxide get, that gets released into the air, the more that contributes to climate change and warming up the earth. So what can we do to decrease our f- carbon footprint to make, to make the earth more habitable for longer for our kids and the generations to come? So when you're a pediatrician, you're always thinking about kids right? and how to make things better for kids in the future. And so th- that's one thing we can talk about. And it's good to have all these ha- good habits when they're little because then they do. They grow up just thinking, you know, they know that that's just how you do things. You just recycle. You just grow your own tomatoes. You just, or you, you know, support your local farmers that grow tomatoes, like at the farmer's market and that kind of thing. Um, now, when you say that uh, the carbon that is released into the air by what we use, are what, are, what kind of things are you talking about that we're doing that is releasing carbon? Well, using a lot of energy like um, automobiles, cars, transportation releases, you know, using fossil fuels, um, livestock, um, like there's a lot of methane produced by livestock that promotes global warming. Mm-hmm. Um, if we use up water supply, that that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. Kind of going back to the old school stuff when we were we were little, they would say, you know, uh, when you brush your teeth, don't leave the water running the entire time you're brushing yeah. your teeth. Shut it off because you're actually just running gallons of water into the into the down the drain. Yeah, there's there's some simple things that everybody can do that save resources and make and use less energy. Mm-hmm. And so anything that we can start thinking about in terms of that, that we could do even little things could, if a lot of people did them, would, could make a very big difference. Mm-hmm. And some of the things with climate change, it does affect children and it affects their their breathing and we're not really noticing it mm-hmm. until, you know, it's the really hot days, the extreme temperatures, like what we had here last week or so, the 90-some the degree weather and the heat index is out of this world with the humidity in, insane. And then looking into the winter, the high snow, the big snowfalls that we've had and the super low temperatures, that's all a product of climate change. Yes, so, and even like flash floods, like, like yeah. even 
Like a couple weeks ago, my daughter and her boyfriend were caught in a flash flood in North Carolina. Oh, so scary. And so you just, it's, it's kind of starts affecting everybody. You think, oh mm-hmm. my goodness, the really big weather, um, weather changes that happen abruptly. Right, right. And, you know, it, it does seem uh, it's hard for one person to change if one family changes, but that's one drop in the bucket. And if we get enough drops, we fill that bucket yeah. is, is what we do. Um, so now what are some of the things that we can do to help reduce our carbon footprint? Well, some things might be like choose to walk or ride your bike if that's possible to go from one place to another. Mm-hmm. That's not always possible. Like I w- live you know, 40 miles from here, right. so I couldn't really ride my bike. And, but, um, and having fuel efficient cars, mm-hmm. um, not like my parents live 30 miles from Des Moines. And so they plan their trips around when my dad needs to have a monthly blood test. Mm-hmm. So they make a list of all the things they need to do and they do it on one day instead of driving to town that distance over and over. Like they're, they've been conscious of those things all their lives. And so, um, to make things a habit, like I don't, even if you could cut back on a few trips by mm-hmm. combining things, that would be one way. We don't think about, we get so used to ordering things online all the time, like think about, do you really need to order these? Do you need to buy all this stuff? Any, all the more things that we order have to be shipped in trucks and if they're coming from China or then they're shipped you know, across the ocean in big tankers, all that takes fossil fuel energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, something that I find interesting too, when it says uh, on this uh, website that any electronic gadget that you can turn off with a, a TV or a remote, it's still zapping power. And you know, it's not going to zap a whole lot of power, but when you've got everyone in one community, if they all leave everything plugged in all the time, even though it's off and it's still just trickling power. We're still filling up those buckets just the wrong way. We're yeah. filling the wrong bucket. Yeah, that's hard to remember to do, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh-huh. It is. And uh, I, I, you know, I, I know finally the weather is cooling down, and I'm sure there are a lot of air conditioners that were running pretty, pretty decently here in the last few weeks. But uh, um, it, it's a good time to shut it off when the temperature lowers. Or you can even just change the thermostat by a few degrees. Mm -hmm. It could make a difference. Like in the summer, turn it up Mm -hmm. a few degrees so it's a you're not quite as cool. Or in the winter, turn it down a little bit. Mm -hmm. You could wear a sweater or kind of layers. I just think that's healthier anyway, just to not have it freezing cold in 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 a building or in your home and. And uh, it's, it's almost like sa- hanging out outside all the time in the wintertime and then going inside. And it's just, I feel mm-hmm. like that's where summer colds are born. <laughs> I don't maybe it's not, but I, I just feel like, oh, equalize that you temperature. You don't believe in the germ theory about colds. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's the craziest thing because, you know. But uh, but any, anyway, there are a lot of different things. And we talk a lot about recycling, too. And that's still something that, that people should be doing. And uh, it's it's almost surprising to me. I feel like so many people do recycle. And uh, it, so I, I think that that's something that is growing. So that that's really great. You see a lot of the recycle bins popping up in all these communities, which is just awesome. It's really awesome. And then it's important if you're recycling to make sure you don't put other trash in there because mm-hmm. you can ruin the whole batch. Right. So you have to take it to the landfill instead, but to be careful about what you do put in the recycling. And, and then to reuse hard. things. Like I think it's getting more popular to 
go to consignment stores mm-hmm. and things to get clothing. Like it's kind of, I think it's pretty fun. Yeah. To look, to look for clothes that way, and that really saves on. Mm-hmm. Well, and a lot of thr- the thrift stores that you go to, uh, the one in Afton, the Aspire More uh, store in Afton, the proceeds that are raised at the Aspire More store go to after-school activities for the kids. It helps with the after-school programs. Goodwill helps with, uh, uh, you know, you've got... Uh, I cannot remember the name of the Red Cross. You've uh-huh. got they're helping out with the Red Cross, and it, there's so many different places that that thrift stores do help out. Cross mm-hmm. Ministries in Osceola, yeah. another great community thrift store. So you're you're doing a double whammy there. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So and then oh, let's talk a little bit about uh, water and saving water and uh, uh, how how you can do that. And especially with kids when it's hot, now you know it's it's tough to say eh, shut it off. <laughs> yeah, but not maybe you don't need to water your lawn as much. Um, being, um, you know, like you said, turn the don't run it while the whole time you're brushing your teeth. I think some dishwashers now are really efficient. Mm-hmm. It's even uses less water to run a dishwasher than to wash them in the sink. Mm-hmm. Which is it, just if crazy. that's true. It's, <laughs> That is just, it's just You can crazy make sure you have a full load of laundry, put it on the economy, run, like, they're just kind of have it in your mind that mm-hmm. water is becoming a really valuable resource and it's getting used up. Like, you hear about the aquifers going down on the Colorado River, which supplies so many agricultural industries and people, mm-hmm. is drying up. And so it's, it's a commodity that we really need to be careful. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing that it lists is, uh, you know, the the green career. You can choose one of those. <laughs> Both my sons are in wind. Yeah. So, um, and it's it's an exciting career. It really is. And I, I do think wind energy is here to stay. So, um, but there's there's other things too that you can do. Uh, you can check with your power company. Solar panels. There, I see more and more popping up. Yes. And those are good. That's a great way to help save energy. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and then when we were talking to our children about, uh, about climate change, I'm sure once they hit a certain age, they're hearing at school, they kind of pick things up in the news or they're, I'm sure they're not sitting and watching the news, but I'm sure that they've heard people talking about climate change. How do you talk to a child about climate change? Like we'll, well, we'll say about to, five. Then I would just explain that we've, because humans have use so much energy and put a lot of carbon dioxide into the air that um, it's made the, the temperature warm up mm-hmm. of the climate so of the earth so that like icebergs are melting and it's important for us to think about that and there are things that we can do like planting trees planting a garden like think of things that your kids can understand and maybe they'd like to help with and just talk to them about these things like you don't need to use so much water we're going to try to be careful with taking care of the earth. Mm-hmm. And now the quality of air, and I have the app on my phone for weather, and it'll say air quality this and that and the pollen and, and uh, if it's good or bad. And uh, parents, I'm sure, are worried about the way that their children are breathing. And what are some of the signs that they may need to go to the doctor if they think that they may have asthma? Is it just being short of breath? Or they might cough at night. Sometimes kids can have nighttime coughing that's related to mm-hmm. wheezing or air 
asthma. They might have more trouble breathing when they exercise, like exercise-induced asthma. Mm -hmm. They must. They may just feel kind of out of breath or not kind of hold back on doing their usual activities because they know they're going to feel short of breath. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just coughing. Sometimes you hear them wheezing. Mm -hmm. Now, would the symptoms of asthma mimic symptoms of allergies, maybe seasonal allergies? They could, but asthma is more related to um, bronchospasm, so the airways in the lungs get constricted mm -hmm. or tighter. And so w at what point would you say, you know, bring them in to, to the I doctor? I think if they had any of those symptoms that mm -hmm. you were concerned about, I would do that because it might be that there would be an inhaler that someone, a child could use mm -hmm. when they go outside or before they exercise or even a steroid inhaler to take all the time to keep them from getting episodes. Mm -hmm. And what about weather? If it, uh, is, is it normal for like when it gets really warm out? Is that something that, you know, if they, they're going to get tired a little easier. Yeah, that so, doesn't mean they have asthma. Right, right. Um, and then, of course, don't smoke around your children. Don't. Just don't do yeah. that. Just don't do that at all. Because um, I think there's enough smoke in the air now. Then we don't need to be putting it in there anyway. Um, okay. And then, of course, planting things. Kids love to put stuff in the ground. Sometimes it's just spoons. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how many spoons I found in my yard, and I don't know why they've decided to <laughs> bury a spoon. They were probably out digging with it. and it just got it. left there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but uh, would that be another great, good way? Really good. Planting things is really good. Part of the, I think the reason we have climate change is because so much of the forests have been denuded for agriculture, and so mm -hmm. trees are really and plants are really good at cleaning up the air and mm -hmm. um, using carbon dioxide to make oxygen. Mm -hmm. So planting things is it's good for make, growing your own food and having local food like you talked about so the food you eat doesn't get transported on trucks and mm -hmm. from other places and then just the value of raising your own food and what it does for the climate. And I saw someone recently did this. They had some old tires. They painted them. They're super cute. It takes you know it takes a little bit of time to get them, but they they painted them and it's their raised garden. Oh yeah. So they're they're growing stuff in them. Yeah, that's, a, that's <laughs> they, great. You know they didn't have room and and it's really minimal weeding. And I thought, well, that's you know you've used that this many tires instead of throwing them away and made them look cute. Yeah. And so, but uh, I know I know space is a big big issue with a, a lot of things, uh, a lot of yards. But it you can have a little raised flower bed. It doesn't take up that much space and. and and uh, I think there's a lot of products available now to help, you know, grow things in windowsills. And uh, I have a cat, so I don't know how that would work. Luda tends to eat things like that. So they use the dirt like a litter box. Oh, gosh. Or you, if you, even if you have a small, sunny front yard, you mm -hmm. can make it into a vegetable garden. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take a lot of room to grow some things. So. No. And gosh, kids love doing that. Yes, they do. And then I think they're more likely to eat it, too. Yeah. But, yeah, they really are. It's funny how that works. Uh -huh. They they just think that that's the coolest thing ever. So, okay. Um, and I oh, and I do uh, wanted to talk a little bit too about the contaminated water, which everything that we do and we put into the ground, then that it will end up in our water, mm -hmm. and uh, the medication drop offs. 
they had those uh, and they came out and it's like, you know, you always heard, you know, just flush your unwanted stuff. Don't flush your unwanted medications. And really, they just started talking about that. But um, children swallow water when they swim. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a shocker, you know. I read that and I thought, this makes com- perfect sense. So, but what are some of the risks when, when children start swallowing lake water? Well, there could be um, infectious things in, in, the, mm-hmm. in the water. But, um, yeah, prescriptions, and if there's nit- a high nitrate level or manure runoff, that's mm-hmm. not very good to get in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, all goes back to us being clean. <laughs> yeah. And taking care of ourselves. But that's a good point to take your old prescriptions back to the pharmacy or a drop-off mm-hmm. where they can dispose of them appropriately. Yeah. A lot of things get thrown away. And um, I Googled you know, things that you can recycle. And it's really kind of interesting to see what can go into a recycle bin and what can't and where it should go. Because, you know, you try to throw as little things as possible into the landfill. And there's really not that much of a work, really. So um, it's just a little bit of initiative. And mm-hmm. I'm probably not as, I'm not as good as what I need to be, I'm sure. But, you know, working on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all we can do at this point is just work on it and see see what we can do so another thing about the water is um like it takes a lot of energy and a lot of water to make water in bottles Mm -hmm. and so to even if you want to get a filter to filter tap water and then have a reusable Mm -hmm. water bottle that saves a lot and there's a a lot of issue with plastics there are huge islands of plastic in the Mm -hmm. ocean and now the fish eat it and it's just really a problem yeah so that's another thing to try to limit okay anything else no i think that's a good start (laughs) all right well thank you thank you thanks for tuning into another episode of the right dose if you like the show and want to know more check out greaterregional.org and click on the podcast page for episodes, information discussed on the podcast, and if you have suggestions on topics that you want to hear about. Also, if you like what you've heard here, give us a review.